everyone. Welcome to episode 28 of We Need to Talk About Horror, presented by DestroyTheBrand.com. I'm Andy Triefenbach. I'm Josh Lightfoot. I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Mike Astley. And today we will be talking about two giallo classics. Uh, we'll be talking about Bird with the Crystal Plumage, which I don't know the Italian name for it. It's La, okay. La Plume de Crystal. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's that yeah, working for it's you? It's doing great. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Blood and Black Lace, directed by Mario Bamba. Yeah. So how about that Joe Bob marathon? Well, yeah, for <laughs> what we've been watching, I'll tell you what I wasn't watching. <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> I don't know why anyone's surprised it crashed. Yeah. Especially jo- Shudder. Wait, hold on. Because right? I was going to bring this up last night with Josh. You're a WWE Network subscriber. Yes, I am. Did you start at the beginning? The beginning. Like when it launched? When the network, the network when the network launched. No, no. I oh. wasn't that far ahead. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, there were a lot of problems. shit show. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I was not surprised by the demand. I was surprised because I thought she, really it was all the people with Amazon subscriptions yeah. were surprised, and it's like they were been saying it for like a month how to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the day of, everyone's like, "Oh, I can't. Why? Why not? Why can't I?" Some which I understand know. sucks. Like, well. but okay. I mean, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they did the best they could as far as like prepping people. Like, here's a sheet of, yes. you know, FAQs. Here's right? how you watch this. Right. Yeah. Right. But whatever. Not people easy. are not going to, they're going to bitch about that. But anyway, um, yeah, I guess let's just go into what we've been watching. Okay. Agreed. What we've been watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. As I go up and down with the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh. yeah. Are we going to talk more about the Joe Bob thing? Yeah. 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 That's, okay. that's why we Calm kicked into the Perfect. segment. Excellent. So let's talk about the Joe Bob, uh, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, mm-hmm. presented by Shutter, presented by Loading, presented by <laughs> Roku. Retrieving. <laughs> retrieving. <laughs> retrieving. 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 Yeah. So, like, uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I went to a uh, concert that, you know, really wasn't my thing. But actually, like, the guy's music, it's Chris Stapleton. Uh, He's okay. I mean, but it's definitely, it was a whole bunch of country hicks outside. And I'm like, oh, God. And here's me, black t-shirt, black shorts. Fitting right in. Trying to, like, fire up shutter. It looked like you were wearing a white t-shirt. So what's up with that? No, I changed. Oh. And that was Nikki's suggestion. And that's why I have a wife, because she is the wise one. Uh, She's like, you should probably bring a change of shirts. I'm like, why? And then. Because it was Yeah, because it was hot. And, like. I think an hour, hour and a half into the show, I'm like, oh, yeah, my right side is just wet. <laughs> so, yeah. Where was the concert at? It was at Riverport. Well, I'm sorry. Hollywood oh, Casino no, Amphitheater. It's, it's, it's always Riverport, Riverport to me. Riverport, yeah. yeah. It's on Riverport fucking lane, so yeah. it's Riverport. It's not on Hollywood lane. No. It's always going to be the Keel Center to me. I don't know what they call it now. <laughs> oh, it's the, uh, the arena. Inter- it's the Enterprise Center. Yeah, yeah. And no, when they changed the name, I kept hearing, oh, so-and-so is coming to Enterprise. I'm like, where the fuck is that? Where is that? <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know that. <laughs> so, um, I didn't either. So, yeah, I tried firing up the 
the last drive in and like I got all sorts of errors just on my mobile app. Mm-hmm. But I was I <laughs> I was fully prepared to catch a little bit of it because I brought my Bluetooth headphones at the show and I'm like, Oh god. I'm kinda glad it didn't work You're out because Nikki person. would've yelled at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, it didn't fire up <laughs> and um, you know, I started looking online and people were complaining. Oh about my it was it a dumpster fire yeah. on Twitter. It's so just- but it was fine, you know, it's like I had the concert, and then right after the concert, which we left, you know, a few songs in early, which, funny enough, like, I'm going to play my old man card and uh, change this to what we've been listening. Um, I hate shows at that fucking place, in the lawn, like any amphitheater, because... It's the worst place to see a concert. Only one person can ruin your whole show. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, all it takes. Absolutely. One person, that's all it takes. And, and guess what? The lawn is full of them. And, and <laughs> you, you got so many options. You would think that anybody that would spend like $47... I think both of our tickets were $97, so whatever that yeah. equates out to, yeah. right? Um, you would think people... If they're spending that kind of money, they would listen to the music or listen to the main act. Like I can get you. You want to talk through the supporting act? I don't like it, but yeah, fine, that's not fine. what you're here for, right? So the main dude comes on and he does his songs, and this guy, like maybe ten feet away from me, has one of those horrible booming voices where anytime <laughs> he talks, it's audible, like for you know at cuts. least five hundred yeah. feet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like. Yo, I was telling Sandy the other day. And it's like, dude, this fucking guy is trying to perform and I'm trying to listen and it's just not working. And then people are smoking and I hate that too. I just got really old and curmudgeon <laughs> when mm-hmm. I was out there. I'm just like, you know. And it was hot. Yeah, and it was hot. It was like 90 plus degrees. Actually, it felt it like 100. Heat, heat I think. index, I'm sure it was more. Yeah, and I was, you know, my whole right side was sweating. So. Thank you, Nikki, for telling me to bring a new shirt because I was very wise. Yes. But, yeah, it, we ended up, like, we heard a couple of the songs that Nikki wanted to hear. We didn't hear uh-huh. the ever-popular one, which he was probably saving for last. And we were like, fuck this. We're leaving. It was 1030. We'll cut, you know, the traffic and all this other shit. So let's go. And we went out to the car, and, like, we were parked pretty far away, I think, in between B3 and B4, if you're looking at the map. (laughs) And honestly, like we got out to the parking lot and there were spots in the parking lot that sounded better than what we were hearing out on the lawn. I believe that. Like the sound just traveled perfectly. Like even like just, you didn't have to deal with the asshole talking, Yeah, but it honestly sounded better too. Like I could actually hear the guy singing a lot better than I could on the lawn. So I'm like, fuck. We should have just, since parking's free, we should have just parked here and, like, fucking hunt <laughs> Tailgated. out. Yeah, and there were some people that people were People do doing that, yeah, that. Absolutely. And I'm like, holy shit, we should have done that. But anyway. I work next to the theater, and so, you know, yeah. when I'm leaving for the day, when it's an early concert. Hear all the sound checks. Or it's Warp Tour or something like that, yeah. And it bounces off our building, and it sounds pretty good. Yeah. Like, I can yeah. sit in our parking lot. So you can be like, I'm going to this concert, but I'm staying <laughs> yeah. in the parking lot. I'm staying in my parking lot. I'll be the only Oh, car. introverts go to concerts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we left, and then we went straight to the moolah for Bird with a Crystal Plumage. But uh, I, I think when I got to the moolah, I tried firing it up, and then I started talking to people once, you know, it wasn't successful. But what was nice is, like, coming home at 3 o'clock in the morning and – I guess everybody else went to sleep or something because it worked perfectly and I was able to fire up Roku 
and it was on. Like there was no loading, there was no buffering, there was no retrieving. So I was perfectly. working. <clears throat> got home about twelve thirty. Um, turned it on. It was bl- loading, 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 loading. I was like, all right, fine. I I was aware of the problems. I took a shower, came back, gave it. I mean, honestly, maybe five minutes before it loaded, but it did, and it was rabid. And yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs> That's three movies <laughs> in, though. I was at no, work. No. Yeah, but <laughs> I was at work, so it didn't fucking matter for me. I felt pe- bad for um, people that like took off, yeah. even though you know it was night. But there's people that work night jobs, well, and yeah. they took off, and they're like, "Oh, this is gonna be great." <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like with anything, here's the thing: like Shutter's never done that They've type never, of event. Yeah. So I had a feeling like it might crash and burn. Oh, I I knew it would. Yeah, even if they even, are super prepared, yeah. they're still. Think There's of all the like chances. small sites happen. like when Severin Films, you know, has <laughs> yeah, their half off sale. sale and it right. their Dead. site shits the bed and so but, does Vinegar uh, Syndrome. Well, everybody and, was saying, Well, they're back by an AMC network, so uh they have money. They can okay. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. yeah, so what sorry, part, that doesn't mean what part anything. of AMC networks are they? It's like right. probably like that much. Two <laughs> <Yeah>, percent. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not Google. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, I mean, like, it was just, uh, what I'm saying is it was nice to come home and, like, fire it up, and uh, the Prowler was playing. Yeah. And uh, actually, we were in the Jack in the Box drive-thru. I made it, well, because I watched most of Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, the, the And the problem was, and we brought um, mentioned this last night, is when a new, he would do his outro, and then they would play a trailer in between, and it was getting to that trailer. Right. It would crap out on Roku. Yep. Um, Cause what did everybody watching on Roku? Roku, Roku. What about? I didn't. Oh, you didn't watch it at all. Mm-hmm. You're I, just have, a I have. I have shuttered through. I have shuttered through Amazon for one <laughs> thing, um, it, just because I like to be able to download the movies to have offline, oh, so I can watch. Look them at this at guy. Work. That's the only. <laughs> look at this guy. That's the only reason I get it through Amazon. Yeah, so I didn't know you itself. actually had that option. Yep, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, um, especially for like planes and stuff. Right, like that. exactly. That's nice. And just so you don't or, have to yeah. use bandwidth at work. Yeah, like if I you're can, at work, you're not. Eating I can up watch the Wi-Fi. eight hours of movies and not use my. And they don't look. We at don't you. have Wi-Fi. Yeah, they available. don't look at you weird. Like, right. what's this guy doing? Exactly. So I was, uh, and I I didn't grow up with Joe Bob or anything like that. Son of a bitch. I didn't have cable, <laughs> so. <laughs> I didn't have cable when that was popular, and by the time I did get cable, I was like, "No, nah. just <laughs> disgusting." I, I don't know. I don't uh, know if he was on the air even. I just, well, yeah, there were some periods of time <laughs> where he wasn't on the air. <laughs> but I'm familiar with who he is. But and uh, and you know, I was excited. T- I was going to watch it if it was available on Amazon, but it wasn't. And I thought about getting the trial of Shutter and just getting it through there. But yeah. Uh, hearing all the shit show well, stories, it was just like, oh no, <laughs> I'm renewed, not even gonna waste my time. Yeah, I renewed my shutter the day of because I, I had it, and then I forgot when I got a new credit or debit card, I forgot to switch it over. Oops. So, is yeah. that Danzig episode of the core the only new one so far? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah so it was, which I also tried day. watching. So I kind of gave up on the Joe Bob thing yeah. because. You're right, Jeremy. It was like once he did the outro for the movie, it triggers a trailer as like a buffer to the next one. 
and that's when it crashes. crashes. And I tried multiple tr- troubleshooting things because then I started getting my analytical technical thing uh-huh. going. I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure this out and tell everybody. Hmm. It didn't work. Um, I think it was a problem with the video callback, but I don't know much about the Roku code. So, I, But, I, I mean, know. despite the um, technical difficulties, it was worth it for the content. For even what you got to sure. See. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I, I missed some of the watched, intros. Yeah, I missed, I missed the drive-in totals because I missed the beginning the of part. the Prowler. But well, it's on yeah. demand already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, they yes. realize they fucked up. They're like, hey, we, you know... It's going to be on demand, and it was almost immediately. It may have yeah. been going to on demand. No oh, it, what, it was, but, but I think I, they... I think so, too. I think it would be pretty dumb of them not to do that. Would they have put it up as fast as they did, though? No. Mm, probably no. not, because they wanted to hype it up and make it a, you know... It was uh, in which they did. Yeah. They hyped right. it up yeah. big time. Yeah. But, you know... Fright I Rags mean, was selling a last drive-in shirt. Yeah, you live and you learn. Right. Yeah. yeah, and if I would have watched to do it on Xbox event. One yeah. on their app, but I don't. I didn't hear if that was as bad as Roku. I don't know. Was I, or not? Because apparently, if you were actually watching like on a PC, it wasn't. Yeah, that's that, bad. The app wasn't as bad, like for the Prowler. So, like I said, we're in the Jack in the Box drive-through line because we're starving, and I fired it up, and I was I was watching a little bit of the Prowler. And then, you know, got our food and then put the phone down because I'm responsible. <laughs> and then uh, got home, fired Humble it up. Brag. Humble brag. Fired it up and it was uh, it was good. And then I fell asleep, so I don't think I watched the end of the prowler. <laughs> I, I stayed up till it was over around four and then they started sorority babes and okay. slime ball. Yeah, I, I must have fell asleep. And it, of course, was buffering and I was like, I am far too drunk. Yeah, <laughs> it's four. Well, I, I knew the I knew the app crashed because I was watching the Prowler. Then I woke up at like six or seven o'clock in the morning, and it had the Roku screensaver. So it crashed yeah. the app, but whatever. I mean, it was still really cool, and the on demand is there. Um, so Saturday we like fired it up and just kind of had it in the background. So some of what I've been watching was I watched probably about seventy five percent of the Prowler, and then. Um, I watched Hellraiser, which I hadn't seen for a while, but I missed like the good fifteen minutes yeah. because of the the errors or whatever. So I'll probably rewatch it at some point in time. What was it before Hellraiser? Oh, uh, uh, does anybody remember? No, Legend of Boggy Creek. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I took a nap on that one. <laughs> I think we went like Demons, Boggy Creek. Yeah, yeah. So we watched Hellraiser too. pieces. Or we watch Demons also, Blood Feast was on there, too. Yeah. yeah. So we watched most of Demons, fell asleep during Legend of Boggy Creek. I took a nap because that movie is horrible. I caught a Basket Case. Oh, I did watch a little bit of Basket Case. I watched, like, the last half. I wa- yeah, I watched most of Basket Case and Reanimator, but, I mean, in yeah. between each movie, it would just crash, and you'd miss, like, what, 25 minutes? And right, just, right, right. I gave up. I was just, I was really annoyed because I got a Roku and Shudder just for this. Ooh. And... You, you know, know just, I, like I have all, a streaming stick somewhere. So yeah. I mean, it it is all on demand now, so it's it's all okay. Yeah, yeah. but it's all okay. It's all okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. are they we wrong. Actually, t- talk about stuff we've been watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, god damn. What? You're very antsy today. All episodes are like four hours. I'm just trying to, you know, we're going oh, five hours. Yeah. yeah, people so love you. it. Good. People love it. <laughs> okay, hot shot. What else yeah. did you watch then? 
<laughs> since you're so antsy. <laughs> I watched uh, 2003 or 2004's Shark Zone. That is the. <laughs> That's what you're coming out <laughs> yeah. of the gate with. <laughs> oh, we're ending Joe is. Bob for this. Yes, we are. <laughs> wow. So how was it? Was it amazing? It was everything I wanted it yep. to be. Right. It is the fourth entry in New Images uh, Shark Attack franchise. Christ. Which All of which is on Prime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, you hear that? New that that's stuff is, you can't give away for free. It's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, New Image is infamous for using like nature f- footage, footage right. in their shark movies. And this one, he goes even one step further by recycling footage from shark attack two and three <laughs> even better even better <laughs> jesus um yeah it was so it it's was, a gem fuck Check it yeah out. <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> 10 fins out of 10 <laughs> you know what i did find funny uh, and I, I know it was you think it'll be better than meg <laughs> i don't know i'm really excited for meg i always f- thought it was funny that joe bob's like okay Back to the movie. And then he says something about yeah. the movie. It's like, wait, I well, thought we were going back to the he movie. He did that all the time. He always Monster does that. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, I know. Yeah. He always does that. But I forgot about that little nuance. He'll, he'll, say, too, yeah. like, oh. he'll always say, roll it. Yeah. And yeah, then he'll just keep it. talking. <laughs> roll it. You know? And all the all the non-PC jokes. I'm like, oh. Because, uh, what was it? Tourist Trap. So I did the on-demand. And like he yes. started talking about the bathroom stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and Nikki was, was like, "So you know, it look, <laughs> just turn so, your brain off." Yeah, and ha- it yeah. was actually really funny yeah. what he said. No, I mean it's it's his character. I mean, honestly, I don't know how much of a character it is, but you know what I'm saying. It's it's the Joe Bob yeah. character. No, I think he probably wears a bolo tie in yeah, and out. He of does. He does. I've, I've met him before. Okay, yeah. Josh, have you? Yeah. Aww, that's awesome. But I didn't get anything signed by him. I was Make really upset. Him? Meeting no. him once isn't that's uh not Texas the very first Texas Frightmare. I met him and I met H. G. Lewis and I got a Gore Gore Girls reproduction poster signed, which that's I cool. think got fucking destroyed. So I'm <laughs> bummed about that. But H. G. Lewis was signing for free, Joe Bob was signing for free. It was super awesome. That's cool. And Joe Bob is he was just walking around and he's fucking tall. Mm. So tall. Damn. I mean, he was towering over like the the sea of black T-shirts. It was funny. Anyway, Josh, what How have did you we watched? We get back on Joe Bob. <laughs> He's a popular dude. Yeah, we like Joe Bob. This whole podcast should have just been him. <laughs> we need to talk about Joe Bob. Okay. Well, I borrowed the movie Anguish from Andy. Yeah, you did. At the end of the last podcast, this is a movie that I have been Ooh. looking Ooh. for. That sounds like for a new. New new episode, the last podcast. The last podcast. Oh, on the left. <laughs> with, with, oh, God damn it. Ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Josh. Sorry. And, yeah, so Anguish. Borrowed it from Andy. I remember the first time I had heard of this movie was through Late Night Grindhouse, but Andy didn't show it. I know he wants to show it. I do. But... And I hear that it might be coming yeah. out on Blu-ray soon. But, but we don't <laughs> know through who. Unconfirmed. And this is... Th- there was a movie called Anguish that came out a few years ago. This is yeah. not that one. No, no. This, is this is the, the 87? Movie. Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah, yeah 87 or 88 mm-hmm. with Zelda Rubenstein and Michael Lerner. Uh, it's uh, directed by a gentleman named Big Ass Luna. <laughs> no, <Nope>, please stop. <laughs> Big Ass? <laughs> Big Ass. Big Ass Luna. Uh, but anyway, it is an amazing film. It is. And I feel like, you know, it's so underseen that I don't want to talk 
too much about no, it. No, you have to just experience it. Yeah. Because yeah. if I yeah. if I feel like if I talk too much about it, I'm really giving it away. But you what know? I will say is, if I I really a, I want to show it because it's an awesome movie at Late Night Grindhouse, but B, I want to show it because of what it is, mm-hmm. you know, because that would be really kind of like Inception, Inception. Um, question, because you had a bumper for a while that was <laughs> I Anguish and Demons. Why? I'm so sick of the Silent Night Yeah, bumper. I'm starting to get sick of it, too. And that's all my fault, night. too. That's why I was I, trying well, to get you to do the Stepfather one. No, that's stupid. <laughs> It's I, stupid. It's different. <laughs> I remember That's all I need. The, the first time, maybe I'll bring it back. The first time you showed that advertisement at Late Night Grindhouse, I remember it was like a lot longer. Yeah. And at the very end, I, I just every, shortened it, it. Just it was like just dead silence because yeah. everyone just felt so like it's offended. A, it's a very nihilistic <laughs> PSA, yeah. which is and unlike I, the other. And ones. then I think you shortened it, and it was a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Because. I mean, I think I threw it together pretty quickly, and I'm, you know, as Jeremy can speak to, my computer uh, is horrible, so it wasn't horrible operating. Horrible man in a horrible computer. <laughs> there we go. Horrible man in a horrible computer. Andy Trufenbach. Um But yeah, so I you. intercut like anguish scenes from Anguish and Demons, and basically what I tried to do was say that if you talk during the movie shit's gonna go down and your throat's gonna get ripped off and people <laughs> get held up hostage and all this other stuff yeah and it was it, thought, and prostitution what, what was it yeah it was like I, it was supposed to be some computer program I think that's how I tried to model it I right? don't even remember this yeah I, I only showed it like three times I think yeah and I was just like man this is kind of a bummer the first time it's we more of a bummer it, than it was, shut the fuck up, you was, fucking asshole. Fuck you, fuck you, fucking, <laughs> fucking, fucking, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking. It's like, well, that's kind of a joke. That, that's the yeah. joke, though. Yeah, that that one's a lot nicer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the one that's like, no, we'll just yeah. kill you. Well, after a show, I okay, asked. Fine, I asked, I'll bring it back for uh, you, Jeremy. Just good. For you. You're week. welcome for the idea for the bumper in the first fucking, fucking place. place. Yeah. Fucking, right. fucking. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so yeah, so Josh. after a show, I asked Andy what that movie was, and you said, "Oh, Anguish, good oh. fucking movie, dude." And five <laughs> years later, he's letting me borrow it. So. <laughs> he's letting um. you borrow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just kind of took it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm borrowing this. All right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the rumor is that that might be showing up on Blu-ray soon. So if that's the case, and if it's who I think it might be through, then yeah, hopefully we can show that soon. Even though Sweet. I don't know how many people are going to fucking show up for it. It'll be one of those oh, well. months. Mike, what'd you watch? I watched a movie called The Domestics that oh. I'm a big fan of. Oh. Purge uh, VOD. Got it. Purge VOD. It's kind of Purge-like, but it's not. Yeah, no, I know. It's, it's more it, Mad Max. It's more right? Mad Max, yeah. yeah, in a suburban environment, which it, it's like a, after a, a massive attack that wipes out a lot of population, people just kind of grow off into sex sects <laughs> not, sex. not like sex. the McKelly Suave film mm. yeah and uh, <laughs> warring warring factions <laughs> that basically fight and so it's kind of they're kind of Mad Max like uh, they kind of wear costumes that I guess kind of makes it purge like um, and it's and you know it's domestic people versus psychopaths okay so <laughs> the domestics are you know just people who didn't faction off into these uh crazy, have a moral compass cra- yeah crazy yeah. extremist groups okay yeah and then they put up a fight 
And man, it's a kick-ass fucking movie. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. It is really good. I, I saw the trailer for it, and I know it played at uh, Cinepocalypse in Chicago. Yeah, but I was kind of surprised, even though like it's the Orion Pictures banner, which I know is more niche. Orion I, Classics, I think. Yeah, is what I, they're I thought now. they they would put that out theatrically. That's what it 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 feels like a theatrical movie. I mean, it's got, I wonder a, it's got if, a budget. I wonder the, if they just saw the strategy of like, hey, let's put it out before The Purge. Right. And, and try to capitalize on it. I tell you what, you'd be better off watching, watching this than... Uh, yeah, that's a good segue. So I saw The First Purge. So did Mike. Yep. Jeremy, did you see I was it? working. Okay. Nope. No, I know, but I didn't know if you oh, saw it. Oh, no. I haven't had time to go. Yeah, it's okay. You've been working constantly since it came out. <laughs> That's all he works. So, what's the problem with The Purge? The, the first purge? purge? Jesus Christ, where to start? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, the whole series, I was like, well, James DeMonico, right? The guy who brought it up. Yeah, and, take it away. And, and directing. He directed every one of them. Yeah. Except for this one. I'm like, hey, this might be a step in the right direction. And it's not. It's not. And The it, director is a guy who made a movie called Burning Sands. Yeah. Which was a black fraternity uh, movie that was kind really of- really cheap. Uh, yeah, it was, but it's not terrible. Okay. And so I had kind of- Wait, so you saw that? I Yeah, I'd seen- It okay. was on Netflix, or it is on Netflix? Well, one of the two. Okay. I, I had seen it on Netflix at some point. Gotcha. Um- it's a decent movie, so I, I kind of had hopes that this would be better than the trailer. The tra- I thought the trailers looked fucking wretched. And, uh, I thought the trailers looked like all the fucking like Purge the same trailers. Thing. So, and mean, guess yeah. what? That's what it is. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Again. But and now they're going to make a 10-episode TV series of the same fucking thing again. <laughs> yeah, that was, well, kind of the promise of the... Uh, TV series was it was going to be like what happens when it's not the purge, right? right. right. Like there Which does would have been need to be a movie about oh god, there's the so fallout many, of it of so just the day, yeah, ideas. yeah, the day after, yeah. Not to mention that there's comedic value there. That well, I, was, I just felt that on the a Facebook post of uh, yeah, the yeah, Twitter post of so somebody I mean, explaining the, how awkward and funny it would be the day after. The whole purge series <laughs> is pretty on the nose. But this just felt like it was smushed on yeah, the fucking nose. There was subtext and and satire in the past. This was there's a guy who reaches out and grabs a woman's vagina, and she runs away saying "pussy grabbing motherfucker." Yeah, and it's really it's it's one of those things that's like oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, there were interesting ideas in it, but the interesting ideas last for maybe 10 minutes right. around the Marissa Tomei character, That's the who point. is only in it for like maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. And she got a good picture. She must have all recorded it on like in in a inside indoor set because the one shot where she's outside when everybody's Oh, that wasn't up, even her. That was fucking green screen. That wasn't even her. That was a stand-in. No, <laughs> I know. didn't even see her but, face. But like the close-up when she's having the interview, yeah. you could... It's so obvious that like the background is all. Yeah, it's just like we'll come to your house. You can do it there. Yeah, I was just like, well, that's kind of a. <laughs> We're a cheap wow. movie, Marissa. It was like uh, Corey Feldman's cameo in part Friday Five. Yeah, <laughs> they just filmed it in some random person's backyard. Yes. <laughs> Which yes. they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some Mexican woman was like the, the stand-in, stand-in. Yeah, for Corey Feldman's behind the. Behind the shots. <laughs> anyway, um, so but they yeah. they need to give this franchise to someone else. I think so too. A, a new writer, 
Yeah. A new director. And I know they make these things for $5 million and they'll make 10 times their budget in a weekend or whatever. But it doesn't. But it kind of does start to answer the question. Like, Jeremy, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had the question of like, why is it just murder? Right. I mean, yeah. That was one of I my mean, questions. We, we got that answer, yeah. right? Because it's the the thing that purges or the yeah. thing that you expel more or whatever. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, but there are other is. crimes besides murder. But but we see that in this movie, which is kind of like, okay, cool. That, you know. Yeah, we see somebody fucking on the hood of a car. Right, right. That's <laughs> and then they die. So what's yeah. I tell you? But uh, the murder. fact that like the villain... Skeletor, which is holy shit! That, that's not only was it just like just kind of fucking wrenching to watch, not wrenching in a good way either. No. Like it was just like fucking grating and unbearable. But I was kind of rooting for him at, at the end because I'm like, I just want everybody to fucking die. Deus Ex <sighs> Skeletor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I didn't think it was that good. I'd wait until. Home video. I, I really would, need yeah, to see. Yeah, I wouldn't it. even do that. Yeah. Um, hopefully, this series will be surprising. Which they and had. Different. A, they have an advertisement in the credits for the USA series, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't stick around for that. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, like the credits roll for it's like a mid-credit sequ- uh stainer. No way. Yeah, it's just some dude in a workshop. Stay tuned. Like creating his <laughs> mask, I think, from what I remember. But yeah, it just wasn't. I don't know, man. Whatever. I'm kind of part of me is done with the series, but it has so much potential. No, I want to see just a fucking tap. heist movie set during the purge. Yeah. You Boom. just want to see heat during the purge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's better than this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um and yeah. It wouldn't be illegal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any, uh Josh, anything else you watch? Oh. Anybody take advantage of the Criterion sale at Barnes and Noble? Mm, I, I bought a couple. I bought Eraserhead and Virgin Suicides. I think I spent like I still have three hundred dollars on the last one. On the last one. So no. So no. Holy God, Jeremy! Hey. Well, I bought. Well, me and Yana bought about a hundred dollars worth of stuff. Oh, that's not bad. Nah, that's yeah, for you, for you too. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty it's good. Pretty yeah. light. Uh, I picked up the lure and. Personal shopper. These Both were blind buys. Blind buys from me. I've heard great things about the lure. The lure is awesome. It's yeah. a very visually stunning movie. Very weird. Has anyone else seen it? No, no. but I think I'm going to do what you, you did and blind you, buy it. It's totally worth a yeah. blind buy. Like after I first watched it, I was almost kind of like, I don't know if I'll I'll keep this or watch it again. But like the next day, I'm like. You know what? No, that movie is fucking awesome. You know, it like it takes a few, maybe like a day to settle in. And yeah. You can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Um, like you're so amazed at how, how just the visual style of it, and like the first half of the movie that it kind of runs out of steam in the second half. Okay. But because you feel like you've seen everything, yeah. and maybe the other criticism is it's also a musical. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to ask you, that. You can't give all the credit. To, to this being a horror movie because mm-hmm. it's it's like a bunch of different things not just one genre and it's it's also a musical but some of the songs are like really forgettable that that was is it because they're not in English though I I don't know <laughs> that may be yeah. <laughs> but uh it kind of reminded me of because they're all very Josh is gonna start singing some Polish songs from <laughs> right it's Polish right it's yes yeah yeah, yeah. it's Polish 
Okay. And he know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm cool. Just, I'm Great. just trying to sound smart. Said that with a lot of confidence. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's Polish. Yes. Yeah. Sure. 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 Anyway, it also kind of reminded me of the movie uh, The Mermaid by Stephen Chow. Has anyone seen that? No. 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 I've not. Stephen Chow, Kung Fu Hustle. Yo, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. familiar Steve with Chow. him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it kind of reminded me of that, but like just, oh, oh, hello. <sighs> um, but just going like just all out on its its visual style. So. Yeah. But highly recommended. The lore. <laughs> See it. This is why we need a visual component. Highly recommended. Highly. As he raised his hands. hands I raised my hands up. Yeah. And like he didn't care. Did you want to talk about personal shopper real quick? Real quick. Uh, personal shopper, for some reason, is in the Criterion Collection. <laughs> if you didn't like <laughs> Kristen Stewart before, you're not going to like her here. Uh, I've seen some people say some really good things about it, and then I've seen some people who don't like it really, really don't like it. And okay. I'm one of those people that really didn't like it. Uh, I guess real quick, uh, it it just almost as if like it just can't decide on what it wants to be. Does it want to be a horror movie? Does mm-hmm. it want to be a drama? Uh, characters keep doing really stupid fucking things, and then the movie ends like... It doesn't even have an ending. Yeah. It's it's just one kind of like some someone uh, said that the ending of It Follows didn't really have like an ending that wrapped up everything. But when it ended, it, it made me think. It still felt. It still it still felt right. complete. Yeah. Uh, personal Shopper doesn't feel <laughs> complete. It felt like I got ripped off. <laughs> so tune in next time. <laughs> yeah. It, look. Right. Uh, don't blind buy Personal Shopper. In my opinion. Maybe you just watch it for free somewhere. And, and yeah, some, maybe some people really love the movie. Yeah, so maybe you can go I, on I like Filmstruck. Don't they have the Criterion Collection? I, yes, yep. it's probably on there. There you go, Jerome. I've been watching Death Note on Netflix. Oh, the, the Wingard one? Or no, no, the okay. series. Oh, the animated series. Yeah, the animated. Oh, man, I wish Yano uh, was here because we love about Death Note. twenty episodes in. I think mm. there's thirty-seven total. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I got kind of burnt out on. I, I mean, it's actually, I've been aware of the show for a while, mm-hmm. and despite what you think of Wingard's movie, it got me interested in watching the show. I think that's what we talked um, about. Mike and I were, and it's great. Talking about it is great. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it, really. It kind of reminds me of, like, a really long David Fincher Zodiac where it keeps kind of hooking you in and want to oh. keep guessing and you want to, uh, like, every episode unfolds new things and you, you just, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it is, like, oh. so, I mean, it, it does hook you in at first because it goes in so many, it goes in a totally different direction. Of course, you know, it's. 20 something episodes in but um, although you do get to one episode that something really really big happens and I won't spoil it but and then that's when the show kind of does makes a drop off in quality Uh, but then like kind of towards the end of the series it picks back up again actually so yeah yeah I mean it's and I just was kind of burnt out on like hour long shows that are 13 episodes a season looking at you Marvel uh, <laughs> so to be like oh this is like 22 minutes this is like great I can work right. through like four episodes before I have to go to work mm-hmm. um, and I don't have to give up four hours of my life <laughs> the Marvel series should be eight eight episodes <sighs> eight to ten yeah, yeah ten, ten for a really big season yeah 
Mike, what else do you watch? Uh, when was the last time you guys saw an American movie? Because it had been it's like been a minute, a decade for me. At yeah, least. it's been a while. It's on Shutter. It's now. on yeah, Shutter. Yeah, I was gonna say it's on Shutter. Yeah. I, I think I saw it on there, and I'm like, oh, I might get a rewatch. Seen, I hadn't seen Recently. it in so long. Mm-hmm. That movie is hysterical. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's so good, mm-hmm. and it feels so much like a mockumentary, and it's not. Well, I actually know people who've watched it thinking it was a mockumentary. Yeah. Yeah. It's nope. no. Well, I think that it, some critics said like this is this year's or like this decades. This is Spinal Tap, and I, like, well, I vaguely remember somebody comparing it to this is Spinal but Tap, not. but it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's a real movie, right? No, it's, and it's it's, it's Coven, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's very sad, and it's very funny. And it's kind of inspiring yeah. it, to, it to some degree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about this guy's dedication mm-hmm. and uh, his drive to get a movie made. It's yeah. just, right. I, I'd seen, you've seen. Um, Coven? Coven. Yeah, I've seen it. Right? Coven. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I you know. saw that on Letterboxd that you had rated it, and I was like, wow, I didn't know someone yeah, had they, actually he, seen he, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's he, on the DVD. It is. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen I, need it. To, I need to buy that. I still I, need to. I rented yeah, I it a long time it. ago. I still haven't seen it. I watched Coven. it on the DVD. So. You know what? From all the footage that's getting shown in the movie, it's like from the footage that they show of the movie, it doesn't look terrible. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. not bad. No, it, it is. doesn't look it's it not bad. stylishly yeah. cool. Yeah. You should. It's probably on YouTube, too. It probably yeah. is. Yeah. You can check it out. My dad's borrowing uh, my Shutter apps, and I hope he checks this out. So It's such a good movie. So, so if you haven't seen it, uh, please, mm-hmm. by all means, it's two guys trying to make or one guy trying to make a horror yeah. movie with mm-hmm. his very dim-witted friend, who um, <laughs> screams hilariously. I know the soundtrack <laughs> was put out on vinyl by uh, the dudes over at Forever Midnight. Oh mm-hmm. right, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I still haven't watched Coven, so maybe I'll just try to find the fucking DVD and watch it that way mm-hmm. i still don't have the dvd but I, it's know. like 15 dollars yeah. on amazon yeah, so. okay uh i'll wrap up my what That's we've been what watching for back in 04 <laughs> <laughs> i'll uh wrap it up with like um two shows that i've been watching kind of off and on one i really binged hard on but i'll get to that in a second it was him which i know mike watched i'm still kind of in the middle of it um, this is Ed- oh, Edwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's on Paramount Network, formerly known as Spike. And um, it's kind of fascinating. Like, I don't know how much truth you can really put no. into it, <laughs> but it's fascinating uh, theories delivered by a detective, right? A retired detective who has this theory that Ed Edwards is behind basically every prolific murder right. <laughs> in the past Three so decades. He believes something? he believes he is the Zodiac killer, uh, which honestly that that one is the one that seems the most plausible. Right. Uh, he also believes that uh, he killed Jean Benet. Mm-hmm. He also huh. believes that he set up Stephen Avery Stephen from making Avery. him a murder. Um, and I think that's. I mean, there's some other kind of wild hair theories. Black Dahlia. Black Dahlia. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean. It's, it's a like, rabbit hole. It is it, definitely a rabbit hole to go yeah. down. But like, And it's this guy who is related to Yeah, so he's like the grand great grandson of him or something something like that. Or no, it, he might just be the son. 
No, it's 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 a grandson or a great grandson or something like okay. that. It's it's a distant relationship. Yeah. But he goes on the road with this retired detective who has also burnt some bridges with oh, so many. Um some of the family members of you know, the victims and stuff like that. But like I I mean the Zodiac and maybe even the Avery stuff because especially there's one part where I remember hearing about this guy. I had heard about the Stephen Avery around the Stephen because Avery because there is a shot in Making a Murderer where there's an older gentleman in the background. You wouldn't think anything yeah. of it until you know about Ed Edwards. And I think there were some like posts on and if you, you see know, some the internet side stuff. by side. Dude, that looks exactly yeah, yeah. like him. And, you know, I mean, the Zodiac, what, Halloween was a big deal for him. Uh, he did a couple of things on Halloween, and that's when uh, Ruth Halbach from Making of a Murder of the Victim, yeah. she was mm -hmm. killed on Halloween. So there there are some interesting theories, but um, I will say, like, some, some of the series is pretty ham-fisted, but it's... I mean, if you look at it just like, okay, we're just going to fully commit to this guy's wild fucking theories, mm -hmm. and we'll let you make the decision. Right. That's kind of what it's doing. With this exasperated sidekick yeah, who yeah. is just, <laughs> who grows increasingly more like despondent from what's, what he's been yeah. getting involved in. Yeah. He wanted to find out more about his grandfather or uncle or whatever it is. Right, right, right. And he wanted to see if, you know, evil is inside of his family yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. What kind of evil lives inside of his family. But, yeah, it's an interesting series if you Yeah, have, it's totally worth seeing. For sure. And especially for if you dig true crime. So yeah. I think it's worth a watch. The other thing that I'll talk about is The Sinner, which is on Netflix. This is the show with Jessica Biel. It's a great and show. And we watched the first episode and we just fucking binged all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good show. I'm... You know, I will say, like, the last episode was kind of disappointing. A little but, bit. But um, so much before that is so good. Uh, Jessica Biel has never been better. Bill Pullman is a career best. Yeah, I highly recommend this one. And, um, Josh, when you were talking about Zodiac, this is kind of like that obsessive quality yeah. in Zodiac. Um, well, that, I'm intrigued. In the show, uh, the center because i'm a sucker for shows like that well it's it, what's interesting about it is you know there's tons of whodunit shows right mm. this is a why done it a why done it <laughs> because the very first episode a crime is committed there's no doubt you that see this the person crime did you it. know what's going on but why, why why this person did it is what you're exploring down the mm. road and it is a twister it's it's good. Yeah. Um, highly recommend it's a twist, it. Uh, the second season starts August first, but from what I understand, it's a totally different yeah, story. Yeah, different case. But Bill Pullman's in it. Right. It's based yeah. on novels of which he is the main character. Okay. Okay. Um, so they could do multiple seasons, and, and his character is totally fascinating, really fucked up, and really weird. And um, does he play the president? No. 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 On <laughs> this one. But he has some interesting proclivities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, highly recommend kind that has a new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, did you have anything else? Uh, I guess real quick. I watched, or I blind bought a movie called Star Time from Vinegar Syndrome. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And, um, that's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard some, some mixed things about it. Some say it's good. Some say it's just 
meh, you know. Honestly, I think that's a lot of vinegar syndrome stuff, though. Yeah, well, yeah. That's that's their bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I they mean, release. They, God love them. They have put out some really great gems. Yeah. Although they did put out Sweet Sweetbacks, Badass. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, yeah. You know, they I also put out Bloodbeat. You're welcome, everyone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Star Time stars the guy from the It's Alive trilogy. Uh, okay. I, I can't remember his name, but he's a very familiar face. <laughs> There's I know plenty that. of people in the It's and, a Life uh, trilogy, so I don't know who you're talking about. It's Sorry. a really weird movie. Okay. Um, it starts just really weird, and you're really f- interested and fascinated by its style. It's a very weird style. You can tell it's very low budget, but then mm-hmm. and everything after that, it's it's you, you really lose interest. In okay. It. it just can't capture what uh, the the same magic as like the opening of the movie. So. You know, and I, I know it. It'll be kind of a controversial thing to say, and I know this would probably be detrimental to their business model, mm-hmm. but I feel like Vinegar Syndrome, for me as a consumer, would be better off doing like some sort of subscription service. You know, they, they put out some really good quality stuff. They do. They do. You know, they go all out on the But on it's the hard for me to justify like buying $25 on a movie that it's, I don't know if I'm really going to dig. That's, yes. I mean, I think I, well, I not, can't Not remember. like really like a movie. Yeah. You're like, yeah. well, this is a fascinating thing. And some of the stuff, you know, uh, God bless them, they put out stuff that I've never heard of. You know, right. That's, and it's just like, okay, I'll give it a shot, but we're doing the if Lord's I've, work. Honestly, if you've never heard of it though, What's that kind of say? What is? What are you know? the chances? Yes. You know, if you're a diehard fan of the genre and like, you I haven't own, heard of something. I own several of the releases, so I'm not trying to be an asshole or anything. I'll take that just, ice cream man off your hands. <laughs> no, I'll probably. Well, that's oh, a, that's yeah. a keeper. Okay. Yeah. You know how I am. You know how I am. Plus, that goes for some decent coin. Um, I just apparently. I took advantage of their sale. So yeah, that's, and, and that's I think that's what when else did I, you get from them? Oh. Sweet Sweetback was one of them. Yeah, I can't I still need to remember the other ones. Um, was Combat Trackers? No, What's Severin. That? Combat. That's Severin. No, that's Severin. Severin. Right. I get them confused sometimes. Yeah, I did too. <sighs> Try going to Wasteland when they're next to each other. <laughs> 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 Which one of you has what? Yeah. Who has Doctor Butcher? <laughs> yeah. Who has this? Uh, yeah. All, All right. right. That's it. You're done too. No, I got I got a real weird one. Okay. Uh, so I was trying to mix up my July 4th viewing. Um, <laughs> With what? Well, usually I watch an action movie because where I live, it's like a war zone. So it's America. like free sound effects, you know? You know, I don't understand free that because the sound. city isn't supposed to do fireworks, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it looked like the purge out there. <laughs> we came home around nine. I was like, yeah. Like, our poor dog had a carrier in the house. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I went outside the box and watched oh, 1995's Digital Man. Digital from, Man. Yeah, it's a movie I found on that? tape. Where was Wait, it? I don't know. You found it store. on tape. Digital yeah. Man is on tape. Yes, I have. I have two analog. Oh, the irony. I have two copies of Digital Man. One's a double feature screener. <laughs> Every time you say Digital Man, I think of uh, Paul Rudd, Celery Man. So it's like <laughs> universe I think of bad religion. Uh, green Communications. They did. Uh, they're a small company. Did a bunch of sh- shitty sci-fi movies. What's that Billy Blanks one where he's like a cyborg? Oh, um, Tybo. not American Psycho. Cyborg. TC two thousand or something. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Um, X prototype X twenty nine A. That's also them. <laughs> this is so. Christ. This is like Universal Soldier slash Terminator ripoff. 
uh, part, I guess, aliens because there's like army in it. And um, <laughs> this this cyborg gets deployed and then he malfunctions. So he turns against like the army. And it turns out, of course, the higher ups are trying to use him to um, for their games, you know, to kind of start a mutiny. Uh, but this cast includes uh, Matthias Hughes, the alien from I Come in Peace as Digital Man. Yeah. I remember this cover. Now. Adam, yeah, Adam Baldwin from Independence Day in Full Metal Jacket. Uh, Ken Olant from Leprechaun and Summer School. Ed Lauder. Ed Lauder from Death Wish 3. Don Swayze. Holy shit. Paul Gleason from Breakfast guys. Club. Clint Howard and Susan Tyrell. Yeah. <laughs> Who put this out? Green Nobody. Communications. That well, was right, the production. Oh, Republic Home Video. Yeah, yeah, but it's on tape. Yeah. Maybe vinegar syndrome. <laughs> Here's hoping. Up the rally. <laughs> buy the fuck out of this. Oh my Christ. Yeah, I remember this uh cover now. Yeah, it's it was fun. Um Okay. I don't know. It was it was a low budget shitty movie. Yeah. Well. I did end up watching the Stepfather trilogy. <laughs> uh didn't watch the remake, but that's because I wasn't hey, talking about it I. on the show like Andy. Oh, I talked. We talked. I know. Yeah, he's staring me down. Oh. And well, yeah, we should stop doing yeah. franchises because Andy can't fucking finish. That's oh. right. <laughs> Just like everything in life. <laughs> yeah, he finished Tremors. Uh, but I fucking <laughs> I didn't finish Tremors. Loved three. <laughs> really? I loved, it was so oh, bad. No. Come on, he's yelling like, at a kid in a wheelchair to get up. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. I we mean, did, that was we funny. did have a lot of fun talking. Yeah, about it. we did. Oh um, it was more fun talking about it than watching it. Well, oh. it, just the whole like, "Daddy needs a family," like he's saying. And <laughs> it's if anything, well, my question it's is: It's like the Silent quick, Night Part Two in Part Three. Yeah. 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 But I think I like that better than part two because that's just a rehash of part one, except all the right, good bits right, are cut out. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so when he's trying to replace, you know, replace the, his family, do you think he's doing it because the kid's in a wheelchair or because he went to go stay with his dad for the summer? Yeah, I think it's. It's not the perfect family. Right, right. <laughs> I think we talked about that. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I know, but I think I just the, kid is, was... the kid is broken. Because I, mean, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. he doesn't want <laughs> I mean, the kid, kid, yeah, the kid doesn't like... want to do the outside do sports, like well. tossing the football. <laughs> he's not fitting that aesthetic. I right. know, and I thought that was funny. He's like, oh, no, I know. broken, but it's like, he's an asshole. It's like, you knew what you were getting into. Right, right. Yeah. And then in a. Yeah, it's not like he developed into a wheelchair. No, 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 no. But that's the beauty of it is that the wife. Right, she said it's psychosomatic. So he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna be the perfect dad, and I'm gonna tell him to get up, and he'll just get up." Yeah, and obviously that doesn't Um, play out that way. And I, I love how disgusted he is by sex. (laughs) (laughs) It's mainly in part. I mean, mean, that's a running thing. But part two. He goes, "I had sex with you," (laughs) (laughs) like it was a chore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Something he had to do. (laughs) <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah. But ten out of ten for Stepfather. <laughs> <laughs> what would you uh, would you rather watch the Leprechaun series or Stepfather series again? Oh, he's Leprechaun. I mean, I way. I will watch both of those like any time. So he's that's not a be threat. Like, what, how much time do I have? Yeah, like, <laughs> d- is it a? Do I need to make a day of it or a week? Like, <laughs> but will you? Yeah, but you. Well, haven't I mean, seen will the I remake, watch so Leprechaun could... Six? Oh, well, yeah. no. 
Will I watch Leprechaun Origins? No. <laughs> that movie isn't even fun bad. It's just nope. yeah. a chore. Does a new one have a title? Leprechaun Returns. Is that, that's oh, yeah. what it is. Yeah. Which apparently is the new thing for reboot Origins. sequels. Yeah. Robo- yeah. <laughs> Robocops. Mm-hmm. Hellraiser um, Origins coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> Hellraiser uh, Returns. Hellraiser Returns. <laughs> Okay, nobody in the Just movie is named Hellraiser. Rambo so. Return. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know, the guy with the pins in his yeah, head. Hellraiser. The Hellraiser, Hellraiser guy. <laughs> oh, what did Joe Bob call them? Call the Cenobites? Cinnabons? Uh, during the No, <laughs> it was... I don't know. I don't know. I guess I missed it. Yeah. I haven't gotten But that I did part. laugh because he was like, oh, Clyde Barker wants to remake it, reboot it as uh, Hellraiser Judgment. And I'm like, oh, no, Joe Bob, you're wrong. That's uh, fine. That's, that's all right. Yeah, yeah he does that sometimes. That though. guy still has it. But, yeah. Anyway, Mike, did you have one last thing? or Combat Shock. Oh, really? You had to say it like that? <laughs> yeah. Combat Shock. I'm still waiting for my Blu-ray to come in the mail. Well, it's never coming. It was. It's on... Uh, <laughs> It's on Prime or on Shutter, one of the two, but I downloaded it and watched it. Um, Sorry, I, Nightmare Sex Monsters. Oh, <laughs> all right. Wait, maybe Hello. that wasn't it. Hold on. What? That's what he... <laughs> that's he, what he called he them? He called them... BDSM the, Sex Monsters? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Anyway, he did go on a... Uh, he explored all the BDSM clubs on in New York on that strip. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike, what's your verdict on Combat Shot? Um, God, it, this was a trauma movie that I had not seen before. Um, it's one that I remember, you know, all the trauma docs that used to be on their VHS, even, uh, but on the DVD. But keep in too. mind, this was an acquisition, not yeah, a trauma acquisition. Production. Right, right. Um, it's God, it's it's a mess. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. It's I'm it's, gonna wait until I watch it because I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I want to say I, I, I covered it on the t- podcast like in its early iteration. I look forward to talking with you about it. It's a it's a bizarre movie. It's a blind buy for me. So maybe yeah. the next podcast. Uh, there's there's Ooh. a. There's Do we just want to go ahead and say that's the next podcast? Okay, sure. All Combat right. Shock. All right, all right. Episode we'll twenty nine. Combat Shock. So there you go. Sponsored by Severn. Not and really. the, the star <laughs> the star of the movie. Just a quick preview. He's uh, in the music department uh, doing all sorts. He's only been an actor, Rick Giovinazzo. I guess he's the brother yeah, of he's, he's the director. Brother. Right. Uh, yeah, he's he does music now. He did. Well, he was in the music department for Transformers, for Solo, for X Men: Days of Future Past. Wow. Is he a music island? In, is he like a score assistant or orchestrator? Okay, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Um, Maze Runner. <laughs> it, just all sorts of big movies, man. So, it's. I mean, you put so combat. Bizarre. It's kind of like Jimmy Murrow from the director from Street Trash. I mean, he's become right one of right, the top-notch right. Steadicam operators. I'm, yeah, I'm putting Combat Shop on my resume. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll go over it in full detail in the yeah, next episode. Let's just go ahead and make that the next episode. But Sounds I will good. say, uh, Severin has put out a really great package with it. You, you get like a book. Was it Vin- Vinegar Syndrome? What I said, Severin. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. But you can watch Combat Shock yourself and prepare for the episode. Joe Bob called the Cenobites the Hamburger Helper people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember. I had to find that's it. That's not bad at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah. 
let's go ahead and uh, everybody's done, right? Yes. yes. Oh, Thank Jesus. God. Jesus. Jesus. It wasn't even my fault that Here's time. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> we all talked. <laughs> So this segment of Get Up in Them Guts, we're going to get into some uh, uh, yellow guts. Yeah. Now, which one are we going to talk about first? Which one you want to talk about first? Uh, well, these were both first-time watches for me. Really? Yeah. Really? Let's, you know, let's go in uh, let's go alphabetical. Okay. Burr with Crystal Plumage, directed by Dario Argento, 1970. This is the movie that uh, basically dubbed him the Italian Hitchcock. Or right. you might even hear the phrase, he hitched, out Hitchcocked Hitchcock. He out cocked so, the hitch. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, hello. Uh, anyway. Uh, so this was recently shown at Late Night Grindhouse uh, in Italian, <laughs> which I didn't know. Me and Yana were there. <laughs> Uh, we were there last night. I yeah. was there and as Jeremy well. Was there. Did you guys stay awake? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yana didn't. Oh, yeah. She was, but didn't she? Wasn't she like driving all day yesterday or something? Oh, we were, she went to the beach. Uh, the, oh, the that wipes before. you out, man. Mm-hmm. My heat. Yep. Uh, heat. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that Michael Mann movie. Heat. <laughs> <laughs> so this was your first time watch of Bird yeah. with Crystal Plumage, Mike? Yeah. How about, uh, and it was your first time watch? No. no. Mm, I've seen it before. And it wasn't yours. No. So Mike's the only newbie on yeah. this one. Okay. Um, I think I've got I, a lot of blind spots in Giallo. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you, I own a ton of them, but I haven't. I hey. own a ton of Baba movies. Preaching to the choir here. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> at least you watched her. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, but <laughs> all the shit you haven't watched. No, I know. I've at least seen those movies once, so it might be sealed, but... However, a lot of the vinegar syndrome stuff I haven't watched. Anyway. We should just do a I'll year of Bava. Just what? A year of Bava. I did do a Bava <laughs> show on the old Destroy the Brain. It was called Bava Ganza. And I can't remember what I covered, though. But I know Black Sabbath was on there. Anyway. Uh, Burt with the Crystal Plumage. It was released on Blu-ray uh, by Blue Underground first. And then it went out of print. And then VCI swooped in. And they're like, hey, we'll give you a, a Blu-ray of this shitty subpar transfer which is what i watched yep and then uh arrow <laughs> films is like how about we do you one better and actually 4k restoration um which is what i'm gonna buy yeah i highly recommend recommend you do um i don't think it's sold out either i don't think it's like the other i know for a short period of time burr with crystal plumage like sold out and you couldn't buy it on amazon and people were trying to sell it for 80 bucks but i think you can if the limited edition isn't available, I think they have a standard edition as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, Burr with Crystal Plumage was, you know, obviously, I think the most interesting thing about this one is everybody that sees it, and correct me if I'm wrong, you've seen another Argento film, like Suspiria. Yes. Uh, something he's more well known the for. The second right? uh, Argento movie I saw. Yeah. I, I th- think there are just like three that I hadn't seen. Uh, of before he got shitty, I haven't seen a ton of those. <laughs> He's seen Dracula uh, yeah. 3D a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, I, I think I so like everybody. I think I entered the Argento scene with Suspiria, which is his most yes. iconic yeah. film, and then I think I ended up watching like Deep Red next, or I think Phenomena was it for me, after or that. Creepers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
I, think I remember that cover on the video store days, yeah, but I never rented it for whatever I think reason. Like, man, she controlled the bugs? <laughs> what? She controlled the bugs. <laughs> I think me and Andy follow the same order because yeah. I watched the same, same, same. I, I can't remember. I mean, I, I want to say that I watch Creepers on video, but part of me is saying, no, you just thought the fucking cover was cool and you never rented it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, regardless, like in the early 2000s, I know I went down the Argento rabbit hole and yeah, I found kinda... like Burr with the Crystal Plumage and they're like, oh, you should check out his directorial debut. And I also knew like at that point, you know, he co-wrote Once Upon a Time in the West, which was one of my favorite Westerns. Yeah. Might still be. I don't know. Dave Anger's pretty great. But um, I was like, oh shit, let me check that out. And honestly, like, even though it's Argento's directorial debut and that, that could mean that like, Oh, he's finding his way and that's how he becomes the Argento from Suspiria or whatever. Um, it is his most straightforward and plot driven movie. 100%. Totally. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is not, there's no dream logic. There's no wacky shit. There's no fucking rock soundtrack (laughs) blaring over your ears. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it is pretty straightforward, but it is a great mystery. And honestly, like, I think, you know, there was a point in time when I said this is probably my favorite Argento movie, but I, I constantly flip between this and like Tenebrae being one of my favorites. And then Suspiria, just because I mean, Suspiria is like pretty fucking amazing. Um, but you know, if you want plot, Burr with Crystal Plumage is where it's at. Absolutely. Um, it is a mystery. Um, that I think is done very well and accentuated by Ennio Morricone's score, which I believe is a very important part on it too. Yeah. Um, so important. I actually wasn't aware it was Morricone. Oh yeah, yeah. After the fact. And then it's like I think I posted on the late night greenhouse post is like that score, especially the uh, what is it, Intensia Valencia, something like that. Um, whatever Intense that orange. Well, whatever that uh, track is, the. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that got reused so many times, just yes. as recently as Assassination Nation trailer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, Tarantino kind of stole that whole scene because the you know the photograph of the girls at the airport. In oh, Death right, Proof. right, right, totally. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know who Tony Masante was. Uh, like, I wasn't familiar with him, and he's really great in this. And yeah, I think yeah. that led me down somebody. When I talked about it, they were like, oh, you should check out The Incident. Has anybody seen The Incident? I haven't. Mm-mm. Oh, dude. Nope. Uh, Twilight Time just recently put it out. I need to buy it. Yeah, it's so such a fucking good movie. It's got him and uh, William Shatner, I think. Fuck. Now I can't remember. Anyway, I'm going off topic like we do. Uh, but the Bird with the Crystal Plumage is essentially, and I don't want to start off on a bad foot, but... I'll address it. Um, this guy is walking through and he comes across an art gallery where behind this glass pane entryway, he's seeing possibly a murder. Uh, and it's attempted because he kind of like interrupts it. But he also sees that's that's the tricky part. I, I'm trying to dance around what really happens. But um, he sees a figure stab a woman the figure who is a black coat cloaked victim, yeah, uh, then, you know, the typical giallo killer, right? Um, which jumps down and like newer. goes through a secret passage kind of, and he gets in between two large panes of glass in the entryway and he's locked in there. The, 
the thing that the reason why I said I don't want to start off on the bad foot is like I could feel the audience yelling last night, even though they didn't actually yell. Like, why don't you just break the glass? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's a valid point. Which uh, you know, it is Argento. He loves breaking I mean, glass. I've, so. <laughs> you know, I've true. seen this probably four or five times, and even it's been a while. It's like, okay, do you don't want to try to break the glass? Yeah, or? yeah. I mean, uh, or. By the way, it is wasn't it? fucking William Shatner. It's Martin Sheen. Jesus okay, Christ. Ed McMahon <laughs> is in that movie. The incident. Yeah, in Ruby D and Bo, uh, Bo, Bridges, Bo Bridges, Martin Sheen. Dude, it's it's a really good movie. Yeah, that's on my um, list now. That's... I don't know why I said William Shatner. I think I was thinking of the uh, racist think... movie he <laughs> I, was in. I was thinking of Kingdom of Intr- the Spider. The Intruder. That's what uh, I was thinking of. That one. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, Burr with Gristle Plumage, man. I mean, like, it's just a really great I think it's an essential giallo film because what, oh, absolutely. what giallo is is basically a, a mystery. I mean, that's what. So yeah, me, it, maybe we should it, have started with black yeah. and black lace. Well, well yeah, we it did come out before, but <laughs> yeah. Um, what I'm getting at is like so giallo's uh, essentially the name giallo is yellow, right? In right. Italian. And uh, Italian mystery novels, they were like uh, pulp kind of novels that had yellow covers. Paperbacks. That's where the name's coming came from. Came from a specific company. Right. I can't but remember. they were just mysteries. That's all they were. Right. But they Agatha had. Agatha Christie was a giallo. <laughs> yeah. Th- I mean, they just had like some, the majority of them uh, in their popularity had some sort of explicit content sometimes. You know, they right. were pulp, basically. So that's where the name comes from. And most giallo films, the person that's doing all the police work is not the police it, right. it's some foreigner or somebody that's pedestrian like if Much you take like a look the at stepfather movies <laughs> yes <laughs> the stepfather the american giallo. giallo um no the american giallo is probably dressed to kill but anyway yeah that's um there's a couple of great american giallos but we won't get into it uh the thing about most giallo films and essential giallo films like you know the girl who knew too much or evil eye depending which one you look at i mean that's a foreigner coming into a foreign land and she witnesses something and yeah um, that's pretty much giallo films. And part of me likes that just because I like mysteries. So if yeah. you dig mysteries... Um, and I think a really big part of giallos is misdirection. Right, exactly. And kind of the reliance of memory. At least in Argento's. Yeah. Um, well, no, I think that's I think that's yeah. a through line throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, it's it's there because you could follow a cop, but you're not a cop. It's more easily relatable to follow somebody who is not a cop that's an everyday Joe or Jane and follow that person as they investigate, even though, like, yes, on paper, the police should be doing Yeah, they have no place doing whatever they're doing. (laughs) And, like, with Bird with Crystal Plumage, you know, the inspector, he's like, oh, no, you're staying here. You're too important to this case. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but I'd like to hear what the the first-timer would uh, thought about this movie yeah yeah it it the way it unfolds is is very methodical and very um like a, a good classic mystery there's not a lot of horror to the no. movie no. um it's just uh it's pretty straightforward it's a pretty straightforward mystery yeah and i mean the interesting part like there's a lot of stylistic choices that i really dig about this movie like um well, number one, when you the very beginning when you have the Ennio Morricone score, he's taking pictures or you know 
you know somebody's taking pictures. Um, And then it just slam cuts into silence and he's prepping the blades. I'm like, that is pure cinema for me. Right. It's just perfect. Yeah. And then um, how throughout the story, yeah, throughout the story, Masante is like playing that whole incident back in his head and it has like freeze frame moments and it's just kind of an interesting exploration for the audience. Like, okay, what's he, what's he seeing? What yeah. am I not mm-hmm. seeing? You know, and it's, it's a way just of showing you what's going on without doing the exposition. Exactly, exactly. It's just visual. It's classic, top-notch visual storytelling. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to spoil this, which I don't know how he all. got away from that. Seeing as what this is, and from what he's right done, you know, since maybe well, like I mean, trauma this, was the last. This one movie that was, was a very big hit for him, so I think he just got the liberty to do whatever he really wanted, and I'm thankful for that because I mean, we got some really great, you know, movies that are not heavy on the plot, no, and don't just have very this... biz- and very bizarre movies, right, right, like Phenomena, is right, so strange, yeah, but you know, I mean, obviously his his father was. A very popular producer, so um, right. you know that also helped. But the fact that like he didn't ride his dad's coattails, he just he, he worked. He, he worked on it, yeah. and uh, yeah, he made his own path. So I really enjoy Bird with Chris Plumage, and I really don't want to get into spoilers just because I know there are a lot of people that have not seen it, which is always surprising to me. Yeah, it's not like the highest rated. Argento movie. It's not the one that yeah. you know. If people tell you you haven't seen an Argento movie, you have to see a Bird with Cliff. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's that's never that's never the case. And that's probably why at one period of time I was like, oh, you should see Bird with Chris Plumage because I was just like nobody talks about yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Well, that was the second one I saw because and I think it's my a good video store had Suspiria and Bird with Crystal Plumage, and that's it. I think it's a good segue though. You know, oh, even absolutely. though even though like as we talk about Argento. You think Suspiria. You think about the visual element and Goblin and all that shit. Right. You don't think about Bird with the Crystal Plumage when you talk about essential Argento. But I think it's a good starting off point for for somebody that might not be experiencing Italian cinema. It's like, oh, start here and then go see what he did afterwards. Yeah, because Suspiria is just real sink or swim. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. For sure. Josh said you have... Not really. I mean, <laughs> I mean nope, just you guys just here. pretty much it's, covered all I'm of sorry. it. It's been a few years. Like I said, it's been a few years. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> I got nothing. Hold on. It, it, <laughs> it isn't my top favorite. Yeah, Argento. And you did come I, out I saying did, that. I did talk right about that. Top. Like you know, I I do prefer Suspiria and Deep Red and Tenebrae and. I um, prefer more vi- his more yeah, visceral it, movies. Yeah, I do. Right. Um, I do too. I do too. But I mean, this was my first time watching on the big screen. After watching, yeah. it, I still felt the same way. Okay. Um, but I do have I appreciate it a lot more yeah. now than I did the first time I watched it. But it is a solid mystery. Mm. Yeah, I, and I, I it think is visually. It's it's really, and I think of the Jalos. It's got one of the better and more memorable endings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the one I brought up um, last time I was on was Naked You Die. Oh, the yeah. Dark Sky release. Yeah, which I want to. Uh, I mean, on the it's list. Good, but I knew who I knew like the identity of the killer, but the motivation was like meh. Yeah, and not like there was really motivation. And I feel like the end of the film is kind of like a psycho 
wrap up like, oh, well, this is because <laughs> yes. this and that is right. because of that. And obviously this happened and this, you know. And I mean, that's probably why and where he got the Hitchcock reference because He's I mean. trying to put a bow on everything. A lot of the Italian <laughs> yeah. media. Wrapping it up, yeah. The Italian media put him as the Italian Hitchcock. And yeah, then yeah. once that was kind of spinning, when it did an American uh, release, all the advertisements mention it out psycho psycho. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> you know, and I mean, yeah. Which it, it doesn't. But No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but, but there are definitely similarities. Sure. Like what Jeremy's talking about with the ending. You know, yeah. he tries to wrap it up all in a nice bow. I know. But, um, I, yeah, it has one of the more satisfying endings of... Um, a jalo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, in terms of the there, reveal a, and I will say the blue underground DVD that came out and I don't know if it was the same for the Blu-ray, Blu-ray release, but the slip the inside like of it when you opened it up oh, because the clear gave case? away yeah, yeah the ending of the movie. Really? So if it was a blind <laughs> buy for you, ho Yeah. Cuz you're going to go what's and then as soon as you watch the movie you go, "Oh, Fuck! This is what it is, isn't it? God, God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> but somebody falls well, off the of building of at the end of the movie. They actually dropped a camera off of the roof of this building. Yeah, and it bounces <laughs> when it hits the ground. Yeah, it's a great, <laughs> great moment. But it's, yeah, you're, uh, you're like trying to be first person. And even though we're saying you know it's not as visual as like you know deep red it's also not as violent but but honestly like there are visual flourishes throughout the whole thing where he's just like hey i want to do something interesting for the eye and for the audience like there are visual flares in this movie for sure but it's just just not the wild surrealist i just like that one crane shot towards the end when you think he maybe thinks it's over oh yeah yeah it goes up and then goes like across town i think that's yeah fucking great great. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's like a... And a pretty it? ambitious shot for like a first time. Like, it reminds yeah. me of... Yeah. Like, it's basically the predecessor of the Tenebrae shot, yes, right? the house shot. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I think if you've never seen an Argento movie, which I guarantee most of the audience has, um, I would say this is a really good start-off point. Or not just only just for Argento. Yeah. 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 And especially, I think it needs a revisit. You know, I think it needs to be talked about more often than it should or than it does get talked about and especially like if like i said you know last night and the night before when i was introing it i think it is a central giallo film even though it it was you know a couple years after the next film we'll be talking about i think it is a standard blueprint giallo that has visual flair to it um but yeah I, I highly recommend... So, I know it's not your favorite Argento film, Josh, but do you still recommend it? Oh, absolutely. Okay, okay. I definitely recommend it. All right. You know, one thing I want also want to point out, this movie's rated PG. It's actually GP. Or GP. <laughs> before the PG. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of... If you want to go back, I mean, shit. There's sex comedies that are like GP. <laughs> I think... And by the way, just a peek behind the curtain on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. I totally didn't mean to put in the Rao Rao Girls. <laughs> I was oh, like, everyone, what? I laughed my ass off at that. <laughs> uh, I, a I couple think, people did. I think the file that I got was like, I don't know. I just made a mistake. But I'm like, you know, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I also know you whatever. didn't show the uh, the Pat Flute Ribbon ad. Uh, so that's that's Moolah's deal. That's oh. the Moolah version yeah, of it. Cause they did put you it notice on whenever. Moolah does that because they added this um, Eraserhead stinger at the mm-hmm. end. Right. Get some for your head. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's Moolah's deal. Okay. Keep. I know I showed it, 
you know, back at the high did, point there. Did it do well on Friday night? Uh, it did better on Saturday night. Yeah, it did pretty good. But I mean, yeah, it was like you know, 112 or something like that for the weekend, which is honestly what I was expecting. Yeah. You know, it's not Suspiria. It's not going to fucking do 285 people or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's a movie I wanted to show. I'm honestly more worried about the Changeling, but (laughs) we'll see. Uh. We'll see. Anyway. um, Maybe you can get the elusive Michael Allen to show up again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That guy. That guy. That guy. So. You know, we need to stop dropping his name. (laughs) <laughs> we did that last episode too. <laughs> He's not part of the show. God damn it! Blood and black lace. Yes, you are actually, Michael. Yes, yeah. blood and black lace. Uh, directed by Mario Bava. This was sixty-three. Sixty-three. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say sixty-four. Wow, I didn't even realize it was that old. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was essentially, you know, it's billed as sixty-four and. Yeah, yeah, I think by the time it hit U.S. shores, it was 64. But uh, this is essentially, you know, talking about essential giallo films, this is definitely one of them. Um, Pretty much, I I think everybody, when they talk about giallo, is the very first giallo film is uh, the one we mentioned before, The Girl Who Knew Too Much, which is obviously a riff off of the Hitchcock movie, uh, also known as The Evil Eye by the time AIP put it out here in the States. And then uh, Bava, pretty much, I'm pretty sure this was the follow-up to that. Uh, somebody pretty can sure. correct me wrong if I'm wrong. Eh, but we'll worry yeah, about that later. Yeah. Uh, Blood and Black Lace. So, Girl That Knew Too Much was black and white. Yes. And this obvi- obviously shows off the color scheme that Bava works with. So oh, does it ever. If you don't know anything <laughs> Which, about Mario holy Bava. Holy shit. Here's what I'll say. Uh, out of the three heavy hitter Italian directors, Argento, Fulci, Bava. Bava's my top. You know, I just love everything that Bava does. And the the other thing is, it's nice that Bava has also ventured into other genres. Like, you know, he's done sword and sandal stuff. He's done yeah. sci fi. He's done tons of stuff. And uh, he comes from a family like his father was a camera operator, a very infamous camera operator, and did a lot of um, in camera effects, which got passed down to Mario Baba and he also does that like especially like Danger Diabolique which had the fucking super low budget but when you watch that movie you'd think it had a huge budget and a lot of that is because Baba's camera work yeah and the colors yeah and the colors but uh, Blood and Black Lace is gorgeous to look at totally fucking gorgeous and also just as a fair warning, don't pick up the VCI release. I, uh, Any of them. No, I had the air release for this one. So, so I actually <laughs> rented it first on video when I was living in Columbia like yeah. on tape. Uh, picked up the VCI DVD because it was... Uh, that for, came out like, for a while, that was the only yeah, one. That was yeah. the only one. Yeah. Um, I, watched, I watched it on Shudder uh, Friday before I went to work. And and I'm pretty sure that's the arrow. That's the arrow. Yeah, yeah. it is. Okay. Gorgeous. Yeah. It's an amazing looking film, yeah. uh, but also, you know, I mean, it's it's also a really good mystery. It is. I don't think it's as solid of a mystery as Bird is. No, 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 no. This is more visually dynamic mm-hmm. than Bird, and Bird is more texturally the way, dynamic. The like, Bava's kind of early Jalos feel. It's the same with because he co-wrote or was a, wrote the treatment for Naked You Die. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and it feels very kind of watching those pretty close it feels very similar mm-hmm. um maybe because like there's the modeling agency then there's this like girl's school um it, it's just about somebody keeping secrets right right 
Um, Blood and Black Lace, you know, for me, I think, uh, I'm still trying to remember when my first Bava film was, but I'm pretty positive it was Black Sabbath. Mine was Bay of Blood. Oh, okay. I think, yeah. Or Twitch of the Death Nerve. Or, or Carnage. Carnage. <laughs> or Last, Last House on the Left, Left Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, like... I Dude, think Danger Diabolic was mine. Yeah, Planet Bava is so influential, too. and like that—that's what always irks me about people that don't know Mario Bava. And I get it, you know. I mean, but like now it's so accessible to get his stuff. It's like, please, yeah, Kino please Lorber has stuff. put out. And considering how many sales mm-hmm. Kino Lorber has, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, not to get off topic, but they just got like. A hundred universal titles. I heard. Oh, so, really? I'm hoping Judgment Night's in one of them. Oh, right? fuck yes! We'll I anyway. just saw that pretty recently at TikTok. Yeah, Judgment uh, Night. Video yeah. St. Louis what Video else Society. Did they play with? Fuck! I had to leave because I had to go to work. Yeah. Uh, right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it was a yeah. movie I had seen. I know that the second one. But yeah, Blood and Black Lace, I mean, I know that was one of the earlier Bava movies. After I saw Black Sabbath, I think I ended up seeing Black Sunday. And I'm like, oh shit, he knows how to photograph, you know, black and white as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is apparent in Girl Who Knew Too Much, but like Black Sunday is a perfect gothic, you know, horror movie. Um, Blood and Black Lace is just one visual treat for the eyes, but that's not the takeaway from the story as well. I think it's... You know, it might not be as intricate as we were talking about with Bird with the Crystal Plumage, but there is a mystery there. There's suspense. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff. And honestly, like, it would be kind of interesting maybe to watch Blood and Black Lace and Suspiria together just because it deals with, like, even though Blood and Black Lace is, you know, a model agency, Suspiria is the, the balance. New new Dead Zone double feature. There you go. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, we'll be doing Baba. Don't worry. Don't More. you? Don't you worry? Yeah. Because what you did volume two, right? No, that was just the first one. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. More to come. Get ready. Get ready. Has everyone here seen Rabid Dogs? Yes. I have not. I have not seen it. Um. So I, I, that was one of the ones I just. Here's gotten. what I'll was say. Kidnapped. Uh. Yeah. Don't watch Kidnapped. So. Well, that's <laughs> and what I, I bought. I know this is going <laughs> off the rails uh, a little bit, but that's what we do here. Um, Rabbit Dogs is possibly one of my favorite Baba films. Um, and it's tough to say that because I know it's technically unfinished. So the deal is with Kidnapped, that's his son, Lumberto Baba, that finished, uh, that it, finished right. it. And he shot new scenes. And quite honestly, I don't think it works as well. But unfortunately, like Kino Lorber, that's all they have. And right. yeah. The Anchor Bay DVD has both cuts, Kidnapped and Rabbit Dogs, but Arrow's also Arrow did their due diligence and they were delayed for a while because they had a lead on a 35 millimeter print and it just didn't work out. So what they did was they took the high definition master of um, of Kidnapped and they put the DVD cuts of Rabbit Dogs and in basically made an assembly cut mm-hmm. huh. so it is a li- i will say like even though i own that blu-ray um it is a little grating to watch sometimes and i wouldn't recommend maybe watching it for the first time that way just because i think it might distract people and take you out of it and th- it is a movie you want to pay attention to but basically 
Rabbit Dogs is a reactionary film to uh, pretty much like Last House on the Left. It's Last House on the Left in a car for the most part, but there's more of a crime element to it. It's about these criminals that um, basically rob a bank and they get away and they kidnap a gentleman and his sick son. They just basically hop in the car and then there's a lady involved and they say, go. And he's like, I'm trying to get my son to the hospital. He's very sick. And they're basically saying, you know, we don't give a fuck. Just get us out of here. Uh, Rabbit Dogs was also remade, too. A few um, years ago, yeah. Which, it was okay. Like, I know we're supposed to be talking about Flynn Black I know, Blakes, I know. But, and, but I'm more fascinated now in, in the ones I haven't seen. Yeah, and I know. I knew that was going to happen because I'll fucking talk all day about Mario Baba. Mm. I'll talk all day. I just want to say how I'll talk sexy Blood and Black Lace is. Like, yeah. the cinematography, Very the central. music. Yeah. It certainly is the costuming choices. Yeah, I don't know. It was like a. It felt very like. It's very lavish. 60s lavish lounge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the score fits perfectly, too. Um, Sadly, I don't think anybody put out the full score of that movie. That's too bad. Um, Like, especially on vinyl. I do have the Vault of Horror vinyl, which has, like, cuts from a whole bunch of stuff, and it has the main theme, so I'm very. I'm trying to remember the fucking composer. It's Carlo Rochetti, I believe, mm-hmm. that did the score for it. And uh, it is a great kind of sexy, sensual uh, Jazzy. score. Yeah. Anyway, I can't hit those notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like, it's hard to really dive deep into Blood and Black Lace because I know a lot of people haven't seen it. And I, and it's available on Shutter. It's available on Arrow Blu-ray. It's available on VCR. But Did we show it. that at Late Night Grindhouse? What, Blood and Black Lace? Yeah. No, I want no, to. No, this is uh, not bad. I want to. Uh, I've shown the trailer numerous times, oh. including last night with Bird with the Crystal Plumage. It was the um, Italian trailer. Like, there was no subtitles to it, but that was the best way to get a trailer for it, best mm. quality. But, yeah, um, you know, I mean, it, it's hard to, I think, for an oral format it's hard to describe baba because it's so visual yeah but honestly like if you've never seen a mario baba film i would say yeah start off with either black sabbath or blood and black lace because i think that you see him exercise his talents a lot in in those two movies and especially blood and black lace because like we were saying it's just very sensual and sexy to look at and it's also a killer movie um but yeah Anybody want to add anything else? No. I think nah. we, we covered it. Lots of yeah. beautiful reds. Yes. Reds and blues. blues. Reds and blues. There's some purple in there, too. No. Combining. There, there's all sorts of together. colors. I mean, that's yeah. why fucking Tim Lucas's book is called All the Colors of the Dark, which yeah, is funny because that's a Martino movie but yeah i did those i dozed off to his commentary <laughs> like i got about halfway through i mean his... i love tim lucas and he is the man that knows about mario oh, Bava more so than anybody. but he scripts his commentary so right. he it's not know. very conversational it's no. it's it's very it's very interesting and informative but very it's informative. just i i was a little tired <laughs> and then I woke up at midnight and had missed Bird with a Crystal Plumage. You know, I'm I'm still always kicking myself in the foot for not fucking um, buying his book because I had the opportunity to buy it for like $160 when he was doing pre-orders. Oh, really? And I was like, eh, I'm good. That's a lot. It'll probably go down in price. Yeah. 
Nope. <laughs> sells for like <laughs> six hundred now. On Yikes! EBay. It's ridiculous. But he's got a uh, ebook. He's got an ebook version, <laughs> um, which I've always been tempted to pick up, and maybe I will um, at some point. But anyway, Blood and Black Lace is available on Arrow. Uh, so is Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Highly recommend those uh, for your Giallo filming or yeah, filming. Wow, Giallo still, watching. You still got a few more days in Giallo July. <laughs> Yeah, July. Yeah. July. What's that? Mm. Gelato July. Gelato July. Gelato July. Do we have a killer track? Yes. Nice. I think uh, I think we should close it out with the theme from Blood and Black Lace. Yeah. Yeah. I so um, enjoy those sexy, sexy vibes. Yeah. Where can people find you, Josh? Uh, they can find me on Twitter, Joshinator1989, or Instagram at JLightDarkfoot. Oh. Uh, oh. Also, oh, 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 forget letterbox. letterbox. Where can they find you at Venmo? <laughs> letterbox, <laughs> Joshinator1989. My Venmo <laughs> ID is 74A. Anyway, go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jbonesy with a Z. I think I'm also on Letterbox at that, but I haven't used it since October. <laughs> I've noticed. And we'll probably never use it again. Oh. Really? You were that know. turned off about it? So I'm free to unfollow you now. Oh. That's fine. <laughs> oh. yeah. I'm at Hassles, H-A-S-S-L-E-Z, on uh, tweets and Instagrams and uh, Letterbox. I'm Treefy, T-R-I-E-F-Y, on, let's just say all the social media. All the socials. Yeah, you can find me there. Anyway, you got that branding early, girl. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, everybody's vying for that Treefy title now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody's got my username on Instagram that I have for Twitter, and I, they haven't used Fuck it in years. Motherfucker! So not cool. No, it's not cool. That's why I'm not on t- Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so that wraps it up for episode 28. You can also follow us as a collective on Instagram and Twitter at destroythebrain.com. Wait. At destroythebrain. Uh, Follow us or look at destroythebrain.com every once in a while. We'll post shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey. (laughs) And uh, Facebook. uh, July 26th at uh, the Moolah Dead Zone, we are doing Popcorn and Fade to Black. Yeah. It's going to be good. Free screening, 7.30. And then uh, next Late Night Grindhouse show is the 4K restoration of The Changeling, Changeling. courtesy of our friends at Severn. I will be Not Vinegar Syndrome. (laughs) And in a few weeks, we'll be talking about Combat Chat. Combat Chat. Combat Chat. All right. Thank you guys very much for joining us, and we'll see you on episode 29 for Combat Chat. Thanks. Thanks.